welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello and welcome to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host. And I love this venue because we get to focus on our life beyond numbers with stories about flexibility, careers, and of course, our people. Joining me today is one of our very own social media celebrities, Nathan Clark. Nathan is a partner in our tax practice, and he has led the way for the firm, leading by example on Knowledge Share. He's constantly researching and providing thought leadership to not only the firm, but to our clients and to the broader accounting industry. He was recently recognized as an influencer on Forbes' list of 100 accounting Twitter accounts to follow. Quite impressive. So I asked Nathan to join me to share a little bit about his own journey to build his personal brand. Welcome, Nathan. Thank you, Alice Gray. Thanks for having me. You got it. All right. So in today's virtual world, Building an online presence, a digital presence, becomes even more critical. We can't get out and network. We can't go shake hands. We can't go to different events. But building our network is still critical. And so we turn to social media as an alternative. And you've been working in this space for many years. What what first attracted you to, to social media in terms of building your own personal brand? Um, I love that it was a, a a dynamic environment. I'm a specialist. I've always been a specialist. You know, I don't serve, I serve clients, but I don't have like my own clients. I serve other partners' clients, other, other managers' clients. And for that reason, I always need to be available and I need them to know what I do and, and how I can help them. So it's a way, it was a way for me to think about how can I, kind of build the brand so that people know who I am and what it is I do. And so that's, that's what initially drew me to it. But like, I'm a Twitter junkie. I love it for a variety of purposes, but you know, I get a lot of great tax news and content from it. And, and it's a, a place where, you know, I can add to the conversation too. That's awesome. So, okay. I'm going off script cause I'm just being curious here. Do you primarily use it for business stuff or are you also following sports or celebrities or whatever? Or you just primarily use it for work? I will tell you the, of the, the things that I post, they're 90% tax related, I'll say. And the other 10% is just fun stuff that interests me. But I also use it to monitor. I use it to monitor tax news a lot. Also, just news in general. So I, I follow a wide variety of news sources. You know, it's it's better than you know waiting the next day to read the newspaper. I can watch it as 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 events unfold. That's awesome. You mentioned one thing that I think is really important, and that is you show a little bit of your personality. You mentioned that ten percent, and I think that that is one thing that makes somebody interesting to follow. So I appreciate you mentioning that. I've learned from. Jeff Outen, who manages the Change Hub, and Simon Sinek, that we always start with the why. So why do you think it's important to build personal brand awareness? As a professional, I think it's important to be known for something. 
and it doesn't matter what that is, but you know, it can be a, a technical accounting area or tax area. It can be something industry specific. I always heard when I was younger, you know, become known for something. And then when people need help in that area or when they need expertise in that area, they know to contact you. And, and so I think building a personal brand helps reinforce, you know, the skills and the value that you can bring to clients. Great point. So how'd you get started and how do you find fresh, relevant content? So when I got started, I, I read a bunch of articles about how to, you know, how to build a, a Twitter presence. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn as well, but just not very active there. But I just read a lot of articles and it gave me insights into how to how to post and when to post. And I, I think one of the things, though, that's is important is just to be active if someone posts something just don't you know like it or retweet it or whatever you know reply with your thoughts about what they posted i I think that's really important just add to the dialogue and then you you know you start to actually build these online relationships with other professionals that's really interesting and as far as content i would i would say you know, if you're looking, I looked a lot for quality content and the things that I was interested in. And so I looked for like-minded people that were also focused on like the same subject matter areas that I was interested in. And so I found a few sources that are, they produce reputable, regular content. And I would just initially, when I, when I was starting out, I would go through not every day, maybe every couple of days, and I would use use a, those sources for content, and then I would schedule out posts. So, mm-hmm. And it would take me not more than 15 minutes, but I would schedule out several posts, you know, every couple of days so that I'm putting regular stuff out there and I'm passing along content from, from sources that I found to be reputable, and it was all relevant to the brand I was trying to build. It was all in the subject matter that I was focusing on. Interesting. I think it's interesting how you you say it only takes 15 minutes. I mean, you have made such an impact on your career at DHG, you know, in so many ways by just being diligent and doing it. So that leads to my next question. What tips might you have for someone who's just getting started in terms of, you know, building out this content and as well as finding followers? I would tell you to, to, to focus on something that interests you. If it's not something you're interested in, you'll, you'll lose interest and mm-hmm. it'll become sure. Mm-hmm. It needs to be something that excites you and that you actually think is fun. And then, you know, you'll want to go do it day after day. You continue to do those things. And I think if you engage with other like-minded people, you know, when I say like-minded, I mean, people that are focused on the things that you're focused on. Right. That are people that care about the things that you care about. And, ter- and, and I say all that thinking about, like, the tax Twitter world that I live in. F- focusing on those things and adding to those conversations, followers will come. This is off script, but I would also imagine that along this journey, you have you yourself have learned a tremendous amount and grown your own knowledge base just by being involved, right? Absolutely. And I think what's interesting, to, or what, what, I'll, what I'll say to that is over the years, I've actually developed a, you know, relationships with a number of people that I met online. They're tax professionals across the country that, you know, some of them I've never met, 
by virtue of conferences and things, sometimes I've been able to meet with some of those people in real life. All of those people, you know, they, I, I count them as friends. And, you know, and we actually have now meaningful conversations about, say, when some issue comes up, this is what I think. How, how are you thinking about this? Mm. Are you are you seeing this the same way? What am I not thinking about? When tax reform was rolling out, there was tons of that conversation. And then when all the guidance rolled out that followed it, there was lots of dialogue in the tax Twitter world just about how do you interpret 163J provisions? Mm. And, and as the legislation has continued to un- unroll with the CARES Act and the, the you know all the various rounds of, of economic stimulus during the pandemic, it's a lot of tax guidance and legislation, and we rely on each other to help understand it because it's often imperfect. That is such a great, great point. Great, great information to have. Okay, well, that those are all the real questions that I had related to Twitter and social media, your digital brand. But you and I had a few minutes to catch up before we started recording, and so I just can't help but ask What's one thing that you're doing to help you survive and thrive in the work from home environment? I always find it fascinating to see little tidbits of what people are doing. Uh, for, for me, I have to get outdoors. I need some fresh air. I need to get away from my laptop and just be outside. I like to run, but a lot of times, you know, we're working long hours. Some days I'm just tired, but I'll go for a walk. I'll walk around the block. Uh, there's a picnic table down around the corner that often I'll, if I have time, I definitely do it on the weekends. I'll just walk over there and have lunch and sit outdoors, completely disconnect for just a few minutes. That's great. I totally, totally agree with you. And I think that that's a great tip to help people thrive in, in our new work from home environment. Thank you so much. I think you've provided some great tools and tips for everyone. Thank you very much. Happy to, be, happy to be here. And as I sometimes do on presentations and things, I put my Twitter handle so people can follow me. So it is Nathan P. Clark, if anyone wants to follow me there. And we'll be sure to add that into the actual written part online with the podcast. All right. Well, thanks, Nathan. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG. DHG.